0: It's 13th time lucky for Hibs as they finally win after going behind. Elsewhere, Livy and their winless run. Rangers are matched in Prague. Have Scotland finally got a good striker at Oh, and Seal Firm this weekend? Coincidentally, it's also episode 13 of the False Nineties podcast. With me today, we've got Andy, Marcus, and Kyle. How are we doing tonight, guys? Yeah, thank you. All right.
1: Very well. For once.
0: Hi. <laughs> once it's a win we can talk about yeah Uh, but we'll start with uh, Rangers and their European travels um, The one will draw in Prague against Slavia
1: yes the party goes on indeed until tomorrow we'll see what happens then but yes uh, Slavia Prague won, Rangers won Um, I'll just get right into it Um, I thought Slavia was the dominant team for the majority of the first half um, which you would expect them at home. They're undefeated in, in the domestic league. They're a very good side. I think we underestimated them a wee bit uh, coming into the game. Um, but yeah, their goal came really early in the seventh minute uh, from Stanchu. I, I did think he was one of their better players, if not their best player. Um, but you've got to admire their goal and how good that goal was. I think he used Golson. Golson's position to just bend it round Golson and Alan McGregor um, didn't have an absolute chance to get that. It was one of the best goals I've I've seen in Europa League so far. Um, then Slavia continued to dominate the game with their high pressing line. Yeah, I thought it was really impressive. They fed on our mistakes, pressed us really high, made us think, um, which you would expect them to do. I'm surprised that we didn't kick on as much because that's what we usually do. Is we when when teams come and attack us, we play better normally. Um, but obviously it's a different different type of opponent in the Europa League. Um, so I'll get on to the Rangers goal next. Um, with Rangers' first chance of the game, surprisingly, it was from a free kick from Barisic and it came off a Slavia player and it hit Goldson. Uh, it looked like it was going out for a goal kick, uh, but Hadji um, sprinted and kicked it in and he played a really nice ball in uh, to the centre and the unlikely player of Philippe Hallander managed to score with a tap-in. Uh, mad scenes when that went in, to be honest. Um But after that, I thought Rangers uh, looked better in the second half. Uh, I thought we were really unlucky to get a second in the 64th minute from Ryan Kent. It was some great play down the left from Joe Rebo. Uh, Kent in the middle, uh, looked looked scuffed as he hit the ball. um, Looked behind him as well, uh, but it was still really good to get the shot on target. Uh, Looked like he was going in the top corner, but the keeper made a, a scramble over the top corner to pull off an unbelievable save. Um, Later on in the game as well Came another unbelievable save But from the opposite end From Alan McGregor uh, We talked about him all season In all competitions He's been um, Some of the class Of the saves that he's made It's just been unbelievable um, for, Especially for a 39 year old Goalkeeper as well So in the 90th minute Slavy had the, a corner And it, it came into a, a very good area And the header um, Went down It looked like Kent lost his man But again I couldn't really see from the replays uh, put slow most as well. It looked like that it was a bit of a scramble in the middle. Um, uh, Zungu looked a bit lost, uh, but I think Ken, it was Kent's man that he just failed to track. Um, and Alan McGregor got down uh, to, the, to the downward header and looked like it was going in, but pulled off uh, one of the best saves, in my opinion, I've ever seen, especially from a goalkeeping point of view. It's
2: one of those uh, ones where his legs were higher in the air than his arms. He'd done like a, a big dive. I was actually yeah. impressed by
1: it. Yeah, I actually came off like half his pinky. He saved it with half his pinky, like behind his pinky. Yeah, it was just incredible. Yeah, I was a really good save. Um, but yeah, just to pull it, away, it was be good to get the away goal, and it's good to good result to bring my tie to brooks tomorrow, and hopefully for another fantastic tie, at tie brooks.
0: It it does know. it sets it up for. Which would be quite interesting because you've only got the away goal advantage mm. going into this one. So. Yeah,
1: and I think we should be quite wary as well because obviously um, Leicester did the same thing. They drew at Slavia and then got beat. Was it 2 or 3 0? They got beat at home. Yeah, so
0: it was 0 0 in the first leg and then 2 0. Yeah. Okay.
1: So I think we should so obviously should be quite wary of them because they are a very, very good team. Uh, obviously, they're top of the league in, in the Czech Republic. So. Yeah, it's going to be a whole final fantastic tie tomorrow. And hopefully he's not as nervous as that one, but uh, we'll see. It's going to be a cracking tie anyway
0: tomorrow. I'm really looking forward to it. I think coming to Ibrox as well, that makes it quite interesting. Oh.
1: Yeah, 100%, 100%. We've been really good at Ibrox this season as well, conceding like, very minimal goals. And we've just been uh, class in all competitions, really, at Ibrox. So, yeah, no, definitely going to be a really good, really good tie tomorrow.
0: Um, moving on to the weekend There were only two games this weekend um, But one of those Was Hibbs's first win Of the season after conceding first Marcus, um, hmm. this is yours
3: First in the league, because I think um, One of the League Cup games we did come from behind As well, but yeah It's it's um, taken I guess a long time to, to kind of repeat that in the league um, So I think I've, I have maybe questioned the mentality of the team a bit before. Uh, well, a lot of us were. Um, that saying that, you know, as soon as we went, a will go behind. Um, we'd kind of chuck it and never look like come back into a game. For example, the St. Johnston game, uh, the semi final, and obviously the game at McDonald Park, both times we just looked out of it after their goal. Um, the Livy and Ross County games just after Christmas as well. Like, uh, plenty of times where we've just completely collapsed. But I think that the players must have understood the the importance of this game being our game in hand, our chance to put space between us and Aberdeen. And they just, it looked, it wasn't a, um, it wasn't a spectacular performance, but we did what we needed to do. Like we made plenty, plenty chances. um, And we took, we took some of them and we ended up scoring, you know, more than the opposition, which is what you needed. Um, so if I was to go through the game, I guess, the first half, we had plenty of possession. Like, Ross County, I think at halftime, i seen I seen that they never even had a shot on target or a shot in general in the first half, so that kind of gives you an idea. Like, honestly, we were just... They were defending for their lives. We had all the possession, plenty chances. chances, uh, especially probably the best one was Cadden, Um Boyle kind of cuts the ball back from the right hand side, and Cadden's like in a perfect area. Nobody's around him. He's right in the box, and he just completely skies it. But uh, yeah, that's we were creating chances like that kind of the whole first half, and then then more and more it drags on because of the past few results. The more and more you're thinking, oh, it's, it's going to be like that. We're going to have all these chances, and Ross County are going to score, and they did. You know, they scored not long after after half time, and you're, and as soon as they score, you're thinking, oh. Well, that's it. Again, you know, we've we've had a really good first half, but we've chucked it again. But credit to the team, we bounced back right away. And I think it only took us like two or three minutes to go and get the goal. Um, a bit of speculation about the goal. When I first seen it, so when I was watching the game live, I didn't think it was a penalty. But after re-watching it, I'll probably say it was a penalty, but it was a really soft one. Um, a, a few allegations of... uh, thrown at boy have been thrown at boyle for being a dive uh, a diver i think that the second one was a dive um if anyone has seen the highlights will know what i mean like this the one the one where he kind of goes down afterwards it's definitely a dive but the first one i think there's definitely contact and you can see that
0: it's it's Um, one of those ones where you've seen softer ones given so you can see why this one's been given
3: yeah and the defender does put a leg in and there is contact with boyle and yeah he probably goes down a bit Um, you know trying to make the referee kind of push the referee into making a decision I could say but uh, yeah I mean it's contact in the box it's yeah Um, and it was a goal we needed you know regardless Um, we needed to get back in that game as soon as possible because the further and further it got into the half you know Ross County just would have defended for their lives Um, so good to get that goal Um, and then Nisbet pops up with a goal a bit later of course like we had quite a few chances before that, so I think Boyle was one on one. It then like I think it just comes off the by the way, as well, what a game um Laidlaw had for them. He made a few really good saves. Um Nisbet, I think later on as well was one on one and he and he managed to make the save as well. So I was impressed by Laidlaw, um, and X of course, but but yeah, so he makes the save from Boyle and then it like comes out it comes out to Doidge, either Doijer or Newell, I can't, I can't mind. And then I think Gogic has a shot that like, that he manages to save as well. And then the goal itself, it's like a good example of why Doidge should be in the team, even if he's not scoring, because he's the one that holds the ball up. Hanlon basically makes a run into the box. Um, Doidge manages to lay it off to Hanlon, and then Hanlon sees his but, who's in space... I don't out.
2: know in Scotland if you can justify strikers who play the quote-unquote Firmino role. Like, if a striker's mm. not scoring, is he really that
3: useful? yes well Deutsch. it's not like I mean he's on seven goals for the season he scored 18 last season he's not scored as many he's not scored as many goals but then
0: again he hasn't really season, been but... in the team as much as well because
2: but Hibs need goals so they need to rely on, they need to start people who they can rely on to score
0: I, I agree with what you're saying I think Dodge
3: should be scoring more goals um for Demo, uh, he's he actually has been getting a lot of game time. I'd say. Um, you know, have a really
1: good start to the season, Dodge.
3: He did. He did. Um, so he's not scored since the start of December. I'm pretty sure, which yeah, it's a long, a long, long time. Although he's a very streaky kind of striker. So even even last season, where he scored 18 goals in all comps, um, he would have like spells. So like he wouldn't score for like a month, and then he'd go and
0: score a hat trick again. Yeah, he'd go and
3: score a hat trick out of nowhere, and then like just score a brace the next game, and like. Yeah. like his goal his goals all come in streaks this is just a really long streak without a goal but the thing is is like he's the kind of striker like he does score plenty of goals but he doesn't have to miss some really good chances as well he's still been getting in the positions so like i get what you're saying andy that oh yeah you know you don't believe in that kind of firm kind of role but the point is like do i just still getting in the chances to score he's scuffed the past few If I'm being honest like he should have actually scored um well, the past few. maybe like, needs he needs more
0: confidence then
3: yeah, he, I, I take it he's that kind of striker that he needs a goal to kind of get him yeah. going.
0: Just just one goal, and I think he, he he just switched back on again.
3: Yeah, but he's a, he's definitely an asset to the team. Like He's a really good player to have around. I mean, I mean, obviously, if no the passion. players at the
2: club like him there, then there's no reason mm. he shouldn't stay.
3: But. And another thing is, like, all the, um, all the criticisms of the Hibs team saying, you've got no passion. Uh, you know, I want to see a bit of fight from this Hibs team. Everyone's staying. I think we showed that. I mean... People yeah. saying so that Nisbet, Nisbet isn't interested anymore. I mean, I think he blew out of the water with his performance. He, he put in some performance when he came on as a sub. And then his celebration was mental. The whole team... The, it, it, like I said, it's like the whole team knew what it meant. The whole team ran up to him.
0: Mm.
3: Everyone celebrated together. Um, full-time, properly. Like uh, I think the, the final kick of the game was Portis, like doing an overhead clearance. like Just a, everything you want to see. And then at uh, full-time, everyone's like buzzing you you can tell they knew it was a big a huge win for our season um and as well actually in his in his post-match interview he was talking about kind of the speculation around him and whether he was interested or not and all he had to say was um that people only see about two percent of what actually happens and they miss 98 percent of what happens so i think he's kind of implying that yeah you know like nobody knows the full story like everyone should stop speculating about it and he's kind of just Saying that he's he's gonna work hard for Hibs and what more you know, that's that's very fair. Um after all the shenanigans in jan- in January. But yeah, as long as he's here working for Hibs. um
0: That's all you can really ask in for, isn't it? Like
3: that. Exactly. And and he can get his move in the summer, like there's no chance we're keeping him at this point. He's still gonna get his move in the summer, but um I'd rather I'd rather he went on a good note, and it looks like that it's going towards that. So
0: that's a win that puts Hibs six points clear of Aberdeen now. Um hmm. with one game left before the split. Um, I think
3: if we win uh, we'll get into the game against Livy, but I think if we win that we'll we'll have it wrapped up because I think Aberdeen will struggle a lot in the split. Um so
0: yeah, they still haven't got a manager just, uh, we'll, we'll touch on that uh, a bit later. Yeah, yeah um, it just depends. Yeah, go on. Another, <laughs> thing,
3: another thing is that um Jackson Irvine hinted that he he'll be thinking about whether he'll stay at heads or not. Um, obviously he's on a short term contract it was only January to the end of the season but I think he was hinting that he'd like he he'd really be interested in playing European football I don't think it's something he's done in his career yet um, so I think it, obviously if we do secure European football that could mean that we also get to sign Irvin on a bigger contract and that would be huge because I said before he looks like the kind of player that's probably a step above where the Scottish League is he's, He joined from Hull didn't he? Yeah he he, he's, yeah, like I said, he's probably a champ- English Championship quality player. Like he, he's fantastic. Like when he's been given the chance in games, he's absolutely controlled the midfield for us. He can do everything. He he's like a proper box to box. If you know what I mean, like he he can create going forward. He can really spot a pass. But he's also really physical. It can you know like like under hecky we our quote unquote box to box midfielders we were bringing in were like Josh Vela, who couldn't tackle it and couldn't pass so you know like um, probably Irvin's the best at doing that role that we've had at the club since John McGinn to give you kind of an idea of, of what he's like as a player so that would be a huge signing if we managed to get him on a longer deal um, so I re- I'd be really buzzing for that
0: yeah and I think wasn't it third gets you Europa conference mm. so
1: yeah. obviously yeah. we don't know how that's yeah start up and
0: running from next season that's, yeah it starts next season yeah
1: Oh,
2: exciting. exciting if, stuff.
3: if they, if they cancelled the Scottish Cup, we would have gotten uh, Europa League qualifiers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. but
2: yeah. you've got a better chance with the conference, I think. like hmm. Realistically, you'll get knocked out by a team equal to your level in Ooh. the Europa League qualifiers.
3: Yeah. Well, last time we were in Europe, we only got knocked out because we came up against Molde, who had Erling Haaland at the time. Um, and they, even then, like they had Zenit in the next round. So it's like, yeah... It, I guess you're right. in the In the Europa League, it's always going to be the case that you'll get through the first few rounds, and then you'll come up against like a real Sociedad ad, like Aberdeen played a few years ago, or yeah, um, sure. yeah or uh, 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 a giant of European football, like Connor's Key Nomads, um, <laughs> or or like, Progress Nidorcon. So, no, you're, yeah, well, I mean, it'll be really weird in the conference, though, because you wonder, like, is that the kind of level where Hibs are going to be one of the bigger teams in it, or not? Like, it's kind of unclear. What you know? But, um, I think. I, I guess think we'll we need
0: to see. I think we'll have to see once once next season comes around. Kind of who, what kind of teams are in it, and uh, yeah. from there you can kind of gauge what kind of chance teams like Hibs will have.
3: Because on the European level, we do beat teams. Like uh, I remember when we played Asteras, like we had Greek, random Greek people, in all the our post being like, "Oh, you Asteras are a good team," and and you know, very very. Uh, played in european level they knocked because...
2: out, they've not they knocked out west ham under slava and exactly Dillard.
3: exactly i aye, aye, aye. they were saying all that all that like uh oh they're a much higher level than the scottish league they'll wipe the floor with you and then you know we, we do what we did uh put them no out comment so. about
2: getting knocked yeah. out of Europe by greek clubs
3: <laughs> yeah yeah no but no my point is like hibbs have we've uh definitely competed to me we went to us to wybronby as well i think they're a good Bronby are a good stunt. I mean, no comment about getting
2: knocked out of Europe by Danish clubs. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, like I don't know, it'd be interesting. If if that's the kind of team that we're playing in the conference though, basically my point is like there's no reason why we even in like even if we get to the group stage, why we couldn't get out of the group stage and see what happens from there, you know, like it's new territory, so just go and see how we do, you know. It's really exciting. Yeah, definitely. Really, really exciting.
0: Well the other game this weekend was a 2-1 win for Livingston uh, home to Hamilton. Um their first win in seven. Um did, did you guys see the goals from this one because it was an absolute belter from actually from two two of the two of the goals were were brilliant goals.
2: Yeah, Southern Twitter. Uh,
0: J Emmanuel Thomas with I think you describe it as an overhead kick. He's just kind of looped his head round. sorry, looped his foot round his head and 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 knocked it into the top corner. Got... call it a scissor,
2: scissor kick. Scissors kick yeah. He was a bit more horizontal.
1: Big jet.
0: And then uh, Callum Smith scored from outside the box. Just uh, 15 minutes later, level the score. Um, quite a powerful shot. And then Scott Pittman. This one wasn't a belt or he just kind of bundled it in. But um, it's those kind of goals that get you points sometimes. And, and they've got the points. They've ended that... One, um, which did include definitely the... Did the points, though.
1: Definitely, it's a good three points for them as well. Yeah,
0: mm. it, yeah, 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 it definitely. confirms their top six status that win. Um, yeah, very good for them, man. very good. So it's another another season in the top six for Livingston, which is which is good for them. So, mm-hmm. uh, the other news this week was that the Scotland squad was announced. Hey. Got international football back. I'm not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> and the um the biggest name on the list was Southampton's Che Adams, who has uh, switched his nationality from English. He's represented the England under twenty ones. Um but he's now Kevin. in the Scotland squad.
3: Kevin Nisbet doesn't play for Southampton, son.
0: Uh, Kevin Nisbet's in the squad as well, <laughs> so Yeah, finally
3: yeah.
2: It took it took him long enough to be to be fair. So welcome addition.
3: He, he's deserved it. I mean, for the second highest score in the league. Or the highest Scottish score in the domestic league. I mean, it's about time
1: he got a call up. So yeah, it was only a matter of time until he got a call up. Oh, honest. aye. oh, I definitely. Yeah.
2: And hopefully, he'll get better with age as well. He's still young, mm. still got time on exactly. his side.
1: And
3: also, I'm joking about J. Adams. Like that is fantastic. I mean, good
2: PR too. Yeah, it definitely.
3: Yeah, definitely. I mean, um, I don't know where. it is. So if he had chosen England as a nationality, I mean, I don't know too much about the English national team. Um but I think Sam and Kyle, you will probably follow it more. Do you think Chadams would have been with the shout of getting a call up or would it have been out of the question with oh, players I think like there was, oh, I don't think like so, to be honest. There are so, there so many like,
0: strike English strikers yeah, at the moment. I yeah. don't think so he'd, what? Like you would have had like Harry Kane fifteenth on the list. You got Harry Kane. It would have
1: been be really hard for him. Uh, so,
3: yeah. Danny Ings as well. Danny
0: Ings, Tammy mm. Abraham. Um, yeah, it would have been really
3: difficult. So. Jamie Vardy. Vard- oh no,
2: Jamie know, Vard- Vard- retired. Jamie Vardy's retired,
0: been... and even then, like I'm not sure even he would. make Speaking this of
2: international strikers to come out of retirement, last time Ibrahimovic has been called up to the Sweden squad. It's like no the way. World Cup qualifiers.
0: First time in five yeah. years he's been called up, and he's what thirty-nine.
2: Yeah. Wow. I mean, we all know he's what he can do up. for Sweden.
0: Yeah. He's going to be in U.S., isn't he, Zlatan?
1: Yeah.
3: Hmm. Maybe. It's good I to mean, maybe he can. not I can see it if, like, he would come into the squad just for like a couple of qualifiers to help them along, bit but of morale of the, as well. Yeah, but in terms of being in the in the squad for a whole tournament, maybe not with his age. No,
2: I don't think he's going to go to the yeah. 2022 World Cup regardless if they qualify.
3: Like you yeah, said he no, like course.
2: with the twenty sixteen Euros he qualified but he didn't go.
0: With the World Cup the twenty eighteen yeah. World Cup he didn't go. Yeah. Then, I
3: yeah, then the, I don't know if they've still got the same coach, but I mind that a few years ago their coach said that like he wanted to create a Sweden squad that wasn't based around Zlatan. Like they wanted you know they wanted to share kind of have a more Because yeah, before that it was just kinda of, like give it to Zlatan.
2: So, give it to
3: Yeah. <laughs> Um. Although now, what so what they've they've got players like Emil Forsberg. I don't know if he's still
2: still with Leipzig. Yeah.
0: But yeah.
3: So. Sure.
0: Oh, from from yeah. uh, Sweden back to Scotland. Uh, other mm. uncapped players who have been um, called up in the squad uh Jack Hendry, who plays in, I think it's Belgium or the Netherlands um, for KV Ustende.
3: So, Uh How does he get a call up over like... I mean, Selic
2: have been trying to flog this guy for years. He was a a sort of one for the future purchase, but he's never really um, kicked on. But it's nice to see that he's improving elsewhere on loan. uh, Is he actually
0: doing well
3: at Ostander? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well enough to get in the squad. (laughs)
2: He's been, uh, he's been, he started, I think he's got the most minutes in their squad this season actually, which was quite impressive.
0: The thing
3: is, like, he was a bomb scare for use, but if he's actually improved over there, then fair play to him. Maybe. I know,
2: well, we need we need as many centre-back reinforcements as possible at the moment, so yeah, it would be I nice.
3: I, think I mean, because Gallagher's not getting any younger, Even if he has quality. Um, and then, yeah, I was joking about, like, I'd like to see Portridge break into the squad. He's maybe not ready now. He's still very mistake-prone. Um...
0: Yeah, he so, has, he has got potential know. to be be part of that squad in the future, but mm. I think going back to Che Adams, I think that that's you know, quite a steal for for Scotland because that's well, I think yeah, we've struggled you... for strikers in the past few years.
2: Yeah, yeah certainly. I mean, I saw some dre- dreadful stat about Scottish strikers since qualifying. Since beating Serbia, Scottish strikers have scored like in Scottish strikers that were in that squad have scored a combined like nine goals.
0: Yeah, Lyndon wow. Between like, scored...
2: there was five strikers in that squad, and a combined nine goals since beating Serbia is not the greatest.
0: Yeah, Lyndon Dykes hasn't scored since November for QPR. Um, really? Legothis has been in and out of the Celtic squad. Uh um, and... hasn't scored all season. Bernie hasn't scored. Lawrence Shanklin has been a bit. Um, hit and, miss. Hit and it's miss.
2: actually, Kevin Nisbet has outscored them all. In fact, he's got <laughs> nine total, I think, since Serbia. And they've got nine combined, so it yeah. sort of makes sense that he's included.
1: The only thing that I have by you probably disagree with this is I'm not sure about Stephen O'Donnell being in the squad. He's a bit old guard, you know. I don't think he's that bad. Yeah, uh, but it's my opinion though. I, I genu- like I know he's still young, but I genuinely mm. think for the future anyway, uh, Nathan Patterson should be in. Well oh, he's in the squad as well. Yeah, I
0: don't no.
3: Uh, Patterson's so. yeah
0: I think he's in I mean, the he's under st- 21 Patterson
3: no, no he's he's in the first team for Scotland is Patterson no, yeah,
0: is he in the senior squad oh, he's not. No, no he's not is, he's in the under have... 21 I've got the squad right here and have
3: fun of him I can't, I
2: can't see him have in front of me as well yeah oh. he's in the he's in the under
3: 21 squad oh it's because I've seen, I've seen the press conference and they were asking Clark about Patterson and...
1: I'm, not, I'm not trying to compare I know he's still young and everything but Donald Roberts
2: and Hendry, Hanley. The is, worst like, thing about Jack Hendry, they really don't have an official team for Probably a high time. level than Stephen
3: O'Donnell has. <laughs> no, the thing. I mean, yeah, but the thing is, where the thing is with international football is that it's like you. I know there's the whole thing like uh, if you're good enough, you're old enough. But like with international football, you really do have to kind of bleed them in over time. The young players, like you, kind of just chuck them right in.
1: That's true. So, yeah, I, I don't really watch international football a lot, but
3: but like, Steve Clark definitely recognizes. Uh, yeah, and he's just put up the squad, I can see. I mean, Steve Clark definitely recognises that Patterson's a talent because because uh, I watched the press conference for the, Scott- well, for the Scotland squad yeah. and they were asking him about Patterson. He says, yeah, he looks like a really good talent and that's why he's in the squad. So like Clark definitely recognises that he's an option at right back for the future. It's just, like yeah. I said, maybe reluctant to shove him right into the squad now. Uh, yeah. the, same reason, yeah. the same reason that Hickey's not in the squad as well, even though he's doing really well that we don't want to shove young players in right away because international football is a bit, you know, think, it's a bit different.
0: I think the Craig Gordon
1: made a recall. I'm at, the squad the at squad least, anyway. But then, like, like so the game's out. Like, if you're like losing, for example, or if you're winning by a comfortable margin, stick a couple mm-hmm. of young players in. Get them experience, Get them their catch. Yeah. That's how you age players in. They're not even in the squad at all. I, don't I mean, how old, how old is he? Uh, I think he's uh, 19. That's just
3: plenty of time. Like, there's... No rush. So much time to exactly is so much time to give yeah, his first yeah, camp, yeah. You know, he's definitely well, he's, he's not even starting week in week out for Rangers
1: as well. Yeah, certainly. Mm.
3: yeah can Yeah, play right back and back.
1: Oh, that, uh, another he's, another he's, big he's, one? Back.
2: Another big one to the squad is the recall of Craig Gordon, who's hit a bit of a purple patch um, recently with Hearts, but I, I still think you'll stick with David Marshall in the, as his number one, but. Probably. Fun fact for Craig Gordon, I met him the other day at the petrol station in Curry,
3: filling mm. up. So, wow. I, you know, I think he's a good keeper. He um, he kept Hearts in that semi final back in yeah whenever September. So. And Grant Grant Halley's
0: also in the squad for the first time since 2018 as well. Um,
2: yeah. He, on, the, on the on the website they've got him in the the 2017 football jersey. And all the other players have got the updated one, and then Nesbitt's got, not got a picture Poor guy.
3: Yes.
0: One thing, one thing, one player that did miss out. Um, I'm a little bit shocked about is David Turnbull didn't make the squad.
3: That's madness. Yeah,
2: I thought like mm-hmm. the midfield is looking isn't is probably the the weakest part of the squad. I'd like to say. I yeah, mean, yeah,
1: I probably we've Mick got, got it's me, a so very tried. defensive
2: midfield. Like we got McGregor, um, McGinn, McTominay. Who plays centre back occasionally? The only f- 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 sort of very attacking mid we've got is Christie. So I thought Turnbull has been playing far better for Celtic recently. So I-, I was shocked not to see him in the score. Yeah, I,
0: I, I
1: would probably replace him with John Fleck to be honest, or Kenny McLean. Thing is, like all these players
3: are like Fleck oh. and McLean are both quality as well. But it's, no. just, it's just about fitting a team together. Mm.
2: McLean's been on fire for Dorich.
3: Yeah, let me try and get this squad up myself, by the way, so I can have a look, I so I can actually say who I drop for for Turnbull because I think Turnbull should be in there. Oh, the, um, but yeah,
1: look, look, look at the midfielders; it's, it's very, very defensive. Yeah,
0: it's, it's strange but, uh, that's, given that the three games that Scotland are playing. I'll see Austria probably about on the same level as Scotland. Um, if, if Israel, Israel again, and then um, <laughs> Israel, and then the Faroe so like, Islands Israel. Like Faro- Israel, depend- Israel again. Israel again. Yeah, and the and the Faro- <laughs> So like. Why? Why go for a kind of defense-minded midfield when you've got yeah. playing teams either on your level or Well, yeah, you, goal just difference, load. goal
2: difference matters so much in the qualifiers, like, mm-hmm. um, because only the top team makes it through, and then it's the best second-place team. So, like, you really need to score as many goals as you can when you I can mean, when you get these chances. Like, England will play ten strikers when they play like San Marino and Andorra in the world's yeah. easiest group. So I don't understand why Clark's gone for this very defensive-minded squad. He's obviously not got the most faith in the team, because might, otherwise he would have chosen to wing It
1: might be because of Robertson wants to go up and Tierney as well, and anyone, everyone, everyone, everyone wants to bomb up. So maybe it's just like a cover for them. If they... I know, but with the weak strikers we have in the squad, I would have just assumed Turnbull would uh,
2: sort of walked in there. Adams, uh, I don't
3: see Chaddams in the in the website squad.
2: Yeah, it's they've not sorted out like the mm. the legalities of tightening yeah, them up yet.
3: Um I think it's a decent squad. There's obviously if you had change as much as Stuart Armstrong's actually had a really good season for Southampton, I think he's probably the one that messes out for me for Turnbull because for if you compare Armstrong with a player like Kenny McLean or Cal McGregor, they're so similar. Like you don't need that many midfielders that are that similar in the squad. You know, so and for me Cal McGregor is like stronger than Stuart Armstrong. Kyle
2: McGregor's a bit of a leader in the park. McTominay mm. can deputize in the defence. Uh, like, Ryan Jack's come into a bit of form recently after Ra- coming back from injury. I'd, I'd have
3: Ryan Jack over Armstrong as well.
2: Yeah, like. I think but yeah. the problem is Armstrong has that I play in the Premier League which gives him an yeah. innate I wish, advantage.
3: I w- I wish that I wish there wasn't that around kind of players though. But I yeah, mean yeah, I Ryan
2: Fraser's done absolutely nothing for Newcastle and McBurney as well for Sheffield. Absolutely. You could almost say we could sacrifice a striker and in the like squad how is, and is
3: McBurney still getting called up? Like I'd actually rather have Shankland than over McBurney. But...
1: Yeah, no, like McGregor. I've, I, I think just like
0: Pete from down the park than McBurney. McBurney, yeah.
1: eyes. I think it's bizarre to be honest. Fraser and McBurney, to be honest. Mm.
2: Yeah, I know. But it's, it's, it's just, just because the league, they play so. in the Premier League, they get this sort of advantage into getting into squads. It's always been like that, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's always yeah. been who, like who that. who's other like really good striker. Like play f- plays for Scotland even Shanklin not- No, <laughs> <I> know- <laughs> that's the problem there's there's, there's
0: not
3: no one. I know Shanklin doesn't have a good, a, a good season but I'd actually have him in over McBurney because like,
0: Sh- um, Shanklin if he if he can score he will be you know a really key player it's just that like, yeah. Yeah. but it's also that <laughs>
2: desire I mean right like McBurney and Fraser well Fraser's a little bit Scottish but McBurney is the least Scottish man going right Born, he's from Yorkshire. Yeah. Like he doesn't have that drive with the national team. Like, yeah, like you, you see him when when he plays the national Games, He just doesn't have that extra, that vavavoom. Like he's not given a hundred percent like the rest of the players. I
3: mean, a few a few of our players are English born. Like Liam Palmer, I think is quality. He's been quality for us. He's English born as well. Um, I mean, Scott McTominay. You know, it's, it's not about it's not about that. It's just him, particularly McBurney, doesn't. Look yeah,
2: no, no. But I'm saying, so like, you see, McBurney, uh, McTominay is like kissing the badge and yeah. all the all the.
0: With, yeah. I would also it'd be interested to kind of see how what which kind of category Che Adams fits in as well is whether he will be one who plays for the badge for Scotland or he'll be, you know, a new McBurney. Well,
3: he'll the thing with Che Adams, like he he'll have made this decision based on his career. Like he'll have thought, okay, I probably don't have a chance to make it into the English squad. Um I can be in the Scotland squad and be a star in that squad and have a kind of Steve Clark call, you know have me as one yeah. of the first names in the team sheet. He's probably had that in mind, so he'll probably be motivated to do well, because he knows if he doesn't fill up to that, if he doesn't live up to that kind of idea, then he'll be dropped out. Maybe. I feel so... like my
2: Bernie's just in the squad to escape Sheffield. <laughs>
3: mm.
2: <clears throat> but
3: no. But no, it's a strong squad overall. Um, and also, Steve Clark, like, the kind of style of football he does play is is like he likes a lot of defensive players anyway, and to hit teams in the break. Like mm-hmm. what you guys were saying about the wing-backs, like Tierney and Robertson and O'Donnell will be up and down the wings and Palmer, so I mean,
0: as well. I think I think going back to Che Adams again, like he kind of plays into that as well because he's quite a pacey striker. So
1: yeah, yeah, yeah it definitely works. I could totally see him and Dykes or him and Nesbit linking up. I okay. think yeah, out of all those strikers, you have to
3: start Dykes and Che Adams, and then have Nesbit coming on, yeah, but most likely he'll be starting McBurney and Fraser, and then Nisbet won't even be on the bench. <laughs> like that'll be how he does it, but.
2: Yeah, I know. I, I'd like to hope Kevin Nisbet deputised against Austria.
3: I really hope so, but I don't see it. I think Nis Nisbet first first call up. He'll be in kind of to make up numbers and be on the bench and get experience. I don't seem getting a start. I know, but he's
2: World Cup qualifiers. It's not friendly. So everyone seems to be treating it like it's a like it's a meaningless match. Like this could be mm. us to the biggest World Cup in history. You know, well, yeah, well, in terms of team size, not in terms the of
0: twenty twenty two, still thirty two teams. Oh, is it? Oh. Yeah, but still, good. Still, I mean, still, well, the I mean, big. I...
3: I'm not sure if I'll be watching it, though. I mean, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of iffy on it. As much ah, as like,
0: I mean,
2: next World Cup's in your home turf, Mexico.
3: I'll be going to that. After that, yeah, actually, yeah I was saying, hopefully, right.
2: we'll be adults with money.
3: I, I'd hate like if Scotland do qualify. I'd absolutely hate for them to be in the same group as Mexico because I've I watched I watched us both playing a friendly and that was awkward enough for me. So, um, if anyone who doesn't know, I support Mexico, the national team as well. So, like, um. That would be super awkward
0: for me. It'd be interesting to see you as well, like what. Um, I think this is, this is quite far in the future, but what kind of warm-up mm. game Scotland um, sought out for for the Euros? Israel. Catch
2: Israel game. Catch it. Catch
0: it. Catch Israel. Oh, moving on from um, Scotland to, I think we're going to have a little chat about. Um, the two managerless teams, Celtic and Aberdeen, mm. because hey. um, in the news today uh, uh, was Jesse Marsh saying that he's flattered about the um, interest that Celtic is showing him, the um, RB Salzburg manager. It's um, fourth in the, in the odds at the moment, and that would be a bit of a coup for Celtic, I think, if they get someone like Jesse Marsh in.
2: It's a much more welcome addition than who we've been used to so far. You know, we've been hearing your Roy Keane's. I mean, someone was like, oh, Steve Clark to make sensational return to Celtic. Uh, like sensational return back to Scottish football away from the manager, like national team. Like, why would he do that right before a tournament? And it makes no sense. But then we've had your Roy Keane's, your David Moyes. They're throwing in names that don't even make sense. People that have better jobs at the moment. And... I would say Jesse Marsh has a better job at the moment, but it's a welcome addition, you know, a change of pace and who they're trying to, you know, knock down to be Celtic manager.
0: Yeah, I think I think we were talking a bit before the pod as well that like he'd be he'd so, be someone who would build a project at Celtic rather than if you get someone in, I mean, like a Neil Lennon yeah. who would
2: just steady the ship.
0: Steady the ship. You want someone but, who would build a project at Celtic and. Mm. Build something for the future.
2: I saw. Ger- I mean, Gerard. You could. Well, I wouldn't even say it would be an argument. He's building a project at Rangers.
0: Hmm.
2: Be a much more welcome addition for Celtic to have a manager like that.
1: Hmm.
2: Better for the league to to have a manager who knows what he's
0: doing. I'd say so the the top five favourites at the moment, uh, as I checked before the pod, were Chris Wilder, who's just been uh, let go by Sheffield United. He's the favourite at the moment. Twelve
2: to five. Um. and he, he spent twenty million on him with Bernie, so I'm already writing him off. <laughs>
3: <laughs> see, see, uh, see, In one of the first podcasts we did when Sheffield United were doing really well, didn't you describe describe him uh, as like a Greg's foot Guardiola or something like that, or like yeah, a, yeah.
2: Uh, he does. He he he's, he plays <laughs> an odd possession based football for uh, a team who, you know, I, I mean well, they have a Union Jack on the middle of their shirt. They're more staunch than Rangers, Sheffield, so...
1: I I um, wouldn't agree with that. Come on. (laughs) How many Union
2: Jacks you got?
1: Uh, All around, mate. I've got quite a few in my house, actually. (laughs) One, two, three, four, five, five in my room, mate. That's just my room.
2: I just have an Armenian flag.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, nowadays, if you buy, like, strong Italian flag if you buy like strawberries and that nowadays you get like tons of union jacks on it anyway because they're desperate like to put union jacks and everything like you seen that thing on twitter it was like um ice Come and
0: cubes get your strawberries. no it was yeah. like it was like
3: ice cubes ice cubes and then it said made with british water <laughs> yeah
1: so uh, i don't know why no they
3: I'd much rather
2: have a scottish yeah. water ice cube it's much tastier
1: Mm. still have Union Jack on it? Nah, anyway. anyway um, yeah, the, the current yeah.
0: second favourite is uh, John Kennedy, who's the current um, yeah. interim manager. and then Keane... But he doesn't
2: even want it. He said he doesn't want it. <laughs> it's like a cursed job.
0: And then Roy Keane, who hasn't had a job in a long time, um, especially at the... He was...
1: Ireland assistant was his last job to Martin O'Neill.
0: Yeah, but he hasn't been a manager for, for a few years. Yeah, since Sunderland.
1: Uh, but he must have had a state to put Shane Duffy as captain for Ireland though, so we'd be really about him.
0: And then Jesse Moss is the fourth favourite, and then Eddie Howe um, is the fifth favourite at the moment.
1: Eddie Howe's a much more welcome addition
2: than Chris Wilder if we're going for, uh... for an English manager. For an English manager, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Um, but at Aberdeen um, there's a bit of a, a... There's some other favourites there. As um, Stephen Glass is the current favourite, whose also whose um, assistant has been linked to be Scott Brown as a player assistant. Um, if he gets the job, that's what I've seen.
2: Yeah, I way. saw that one. Yeah, Scott Scott Brown player I, player I, assistant I, manager, like what John Terry
1: did. I could never see Scott Brown in an Aberdeen top. It just looked wrong.
0: Yeah, I can't picture it. Even 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 in like a. Uh, when I've been playing FM and, and like I've seen Hibbs in the future and Scott Brown's gone back to Hibs. like even that's wrong to me. And if mm. Scott
2: Brown's in anything but green and white, it looks weird.
3: Yeah.
0: Mm. And then Stephen Robb. <laughs> Stephen is the second favourite after um, leaving Motherwell. Again, I'm not too sure about that one. I think
2: that's a, he's failed upwards. Yeah. Like if if he's given the Aberdeen job, like somehow he's progressed his career. God knows how. Like, like that's such a weird appointment if that happens.
0: It's like Paul Heckingbottom's. That now the interim Sheffield United. match. Oh, his Manager. his yeah. career
3: trajectory, by the way, like oh my god, he's been so rubbish, and he's somehow now landed late. Like, he had such an move.
0: awful
2: stint at Leeds. Pre, he was the guy before Bielsa. I think. Yeah. He, came yeah, in yeah. At- he, he Gary Monk gets sacked at Leeds, and he comes in to to like as their saviour, <laughs> and gets them almost relegated, and then Bielsa comes in as the real saviour,
3: and then he like. He gets one of the highest budgets in the league at us to chuck at a defensive midfielder and then he signs three attacking midfielders, puts Scott Allen on the right wing, has us like in the relegation places and then gets sacked at Hibs And now he's like a Premier League like interim manager, like it's mad. Like uh, uh. And
0: then Robbie yeah, Fowler um, is the third favourite at the moment. I think he's been managing in the uh, in Australia, sorry. Robbie Robbie Fowler. Robbie Fowler, yeah. As in ex-Liverpool Robbie as Fowler. Ex-Liverpool, ex- ex- yeah.
2: Really? I, I mean, I'd like to see it. He's, Why
0: he's, not? He's he's managed in... Um, India. He's managed in Thailand, in Ooh. Australia, and now he's currently managing in India for East Bengal. Might Bangkok. as well. So yeah. I think... Again, I think that's a weird step up if he goes to Aberdeen. Like,
2: like any anybody who pretends to co snort, snort coke on a sideline might as well welcome in football. <laughs> so, but, but his interviews would be hilarious.
1: Hmm.
0: And then um the current fourth favourite is a familiar name. No Lennon.
3: Hey. Not happening. It's only been it's only been said in the media because Lennon's out of job. Like, I don't think yeah. Aberdeen would. Nah. No. He must have uh, one
2: fantastic fucking agent. Like, who, who is Neil it's Lennon's agent?
3: agent. <laughs> <laughs> <I> mean, Rayola.
0: <laughs> that would make sense when he keeps on getting jobs he's not qualified for.
3: <laughs> aye, aye, exactly.
0: No. Um... Although, the current fifth favourite for the job, um, while Andy search- searches up who Neil Lennon's agent is, um, the current fifth favourite is. Darren Ferguson, who's currently managing it, doing a really good job at Peterborough United, um, obviously is the son of Alex Ferguson who's an Aberdeen legend. So I think that's that'll be an interesting one. Obviously coming from Peterborough, I don't want that to happen. Um, mm. but again, that'd be that'd be an interesting one, I think he'd be <laughs> Are you in <doing> the league? I do What are you well, giggling at? Like, Martin Riley, Neil England's <laughs> agent. Oh
3: my god. <laughs>
1: Oh, wow. Oh, Look at that forehead. Well, the listeners will be
3: enjoying it and nobody will
0: be able to see the picture. Oh, oh it's a great audio feature right here.
3: Yeah. Um, wasn't there something about Sven going Ericsson? Sven getting going Ericsson, yeah. Um, he was linked to the Aberdeen job. Yeah. I,
0: I saw he, he'd applied for it, but he's currently 33 to 1, so I don't think he'd get it. Oh, shit. Aberdeen, wait, so
3: a manager of that quality and that experience has applied for the job and they're saying nah.
0: Yeah, but he's been. Yeah, I mean, I
3: get, I get, he's like, his time's probably passed a wee bit, but like, I don't know.
0: It would be funny though. It would be quite funny if Sven was Aberdeen manager.
3: Maybe I, I don't know. I mean, he's still though. I mean, he's got. I mean, well, it's difficult. It, it's difficult. Like, so what's, a, what's that, a... Steven, What about Stephen Glass? Is was it Stephen Glass?
0: Stephen Glass is the current favourite. Yeah.
3: Yeah. He'd be a lot younger, aye. So it depends if they want to go with like a younger manager and more, has do fresh ideas maybe.
0: But um, and uh, yeah. current choice for the Celtic job, um, AvB is currently forty to one. I'll just give you that for now.
2: Oh, at least as long as there's numbers on his name, I just don't think we should discount it. Hmm.
1: Forty to one.
0: Mm. But, yeah, Stephen Class, who's um. He was Shamrock Rovers assistant manager, and he's been involved with the Atlanta United setup um, for the past three years.
2: Their partner a financial club, financial links Aberdeen. Is it, is it, is yeah, they're a, partnered
0: he's a partner with a partner Aberdeen. For Aberdeen. So yeah, that'd be yes. one foot uh...
3: That means that he'll probably. My guess would be that if he were to take the job, he would probably sign a few players or take a, uh, maybe some coaching staff over from Atlanta because oh, they've got that partnership.
0: Yeah. Uh, oh, as well. Yeah. Played for Aberdeen for four years back in the 90s. Used to play for Hibs as well.
3: Yeah, of course.
0: And Dunfermline and some other teams like Newcastle and Watson. Sorry, if
3: anyone can hear, that's me opening another bottle of beer.
0: Have I told you that Mickey
3: <laughs> Weir lives down the street from me? Well,
2: Ex-Hibs is. player, Mickey yeah, Weir. Yeah, I think you said before. That's I, like I, that's I, like my one go-to Hibs fact. Mm.
3: My grandad always says, like, Eddie Turnbull he used to live like near us in Stockbridge. Like right, I bring up Eddie Turnbull, he's like, Oh I used to meet us during the bowling club. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hip legend, yeah, Turnbull.
0: Anyway, um I think it's time for a quiz that I put together about five minutes before the pod started, so
3: I'm oh, and a pint in Like mm-hmm. <laughs> this is very professional for me drinking on the job eh,
0: but... I am as well don't I
3: <laughs> <laughs> what are you drinking I, I'm drinking it well I just had a, a, it's Paddy's a, day
2: if it's not if it's not black and white then I don't know what you're drinking
3: uh, I've not got Guinness sorry I, I had I just had a Droker IPA and I've got a Hot Plus 13 oh, which actually enough. is Irish
2: that's Hot Pulse 13, so. 13 is made by uh, Guinness yeah so is, it brewed,
3: is it brewed in Edinburgh?
2: I think I remember. It is. It's brewed uh, down by oh, near no. Bankhead. No, sorry,
3: on this bottle it says brewed in Ireland.
0: Oh, okay, but oh, they they
2: do they do
3: brew
0: them down near Bankhead. Of, there's a lot of uh, beer production in Bankhead. Yeah,
3: and but Edinburgh's like. I know this isn't a brewery podcast or anything, but Edinburgh like the past sort of few years has been the. the yeah, then then by
2: Stuart Brewing, they've got this thing called uh, the it's Holly, <clears> Holyrood IPAs absolutely decent. It's like 7%. It's just like, you know, it's good stuff.
3: No, tons of good stuff. have been written of Edinburgh now. It's, it's brilliant. Um, it makes me wish the pubs were so Yeah.
0: Although, oh, yeah. although they, they will be soon. They will be soon. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. meant to be too long. Anyway, quiz time. <laughs> Let's get yes. off the beer chat. Um, I've got five questions. Five completely random questions that I've just picked off a website, so if they're wrong, <laughs> if they're wrong. Um, I think we talked earlier about the Scotland national team and my question is who were Scotland's first non-British opponents so they played in the international game Germany, Gibraltar would that would that count? Spain, Ireland, no wait
2: Ireland would count right?
0: Yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. I, I, this was before Ireland were a country, I'll give you that as a fact
3: oh okay
1: Ireland's
2: uh, always been a country. Squeeze.
3: <laughs> In
0: terms of FIFA, not terms.
3: Okay, so football. Um,
0: so they've, Before this, they played... Um, France. They've played England, they've played Wales, they've played... Yeah, France. Ireland. It's not France. Belgium. Austria. Italy. You can name every country now, aren't you? No, it's none of nice. Okay, so it would probably be, like, a country
3: connected to the British Empire, right? So...
0: Faroe Islands it's not the Faroe Islands but you're on the white <laughs> yeah, track the, f-
3: the famous British colony of the
0: Faroe oh, Islands fa- Denmark again getting warmer Norway uh, Norway Norway yeah Marcus got it first yes. ah don't know what's going on just but yeah 1-0 um, one, one
1: <laughs> Marcus
0: again surprise surprise
1: we just block him out from
3: from now on champions again as you know <laughs>
0: Uh, second question is what part did Juan Carlos Cardenas play in Scottish football history
3: Juan Carlos Cardenas um...
0: what relevance does he have to to Scottish football history where is he from he's from can I ask that I I don't know where he's from but he played in Argentina
3: played in Argentina Um, what relevance does he have to Scottish football did he score a goal against us in a world cup
0: no, he didn't. It's club football.
3: He never played in Scotland.
2: I think. That's... Um, I, I, what? Knocked? Oh, oh, so Celtic played some Argentinian club in the equivalent of like the the Club World Cup. Uh, it's the Intercontinental Cup. Celtic played after beating Inter Milan in the European Cup. Uh, Celtic played an Argentinian team in the final and lost. So I assume he scored the winning goal. He in scored that. the
0: winning goal for Racing Club against uh, Celtic in '67 in the Intercontinental Cup. Yep. yeah. Yeah, wow. there you go.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember we we were on for six uh, five trophies that season and we buggered it. Um, worse, it was it was in Argentina as well, which isn't fair. Yeah, because
0: they no, because they had the two legged thing where they had yeah. one leg in Europe and then one mm. yeah in South America. Um, third question which scottish football club used to play at anfield
3: scottish um scottish football club
0: yeah
2: um rangers i not
0: it Wait, helps it's not the Anfield you're talking about. It's not the... Oh, um, it's it it Sterling isn't it? Sterling Albion. Sterling Albion, yeah. They're oh, all my God. I can't I
3: can't believe that I fell for that. <laughs> that
1: was... <laughs> oh, my God. Spell A-double-N, field. Yeah, yeah. Anfield. Uh, uh,
0: question for Dundee FC, um, not Dundee United, reached the semi-finals of the 1962-63 European Cup. Who beat him in the semi-finals?
3: Oh my god, um, Barcelona!
0: No, no, not Barcelona, because they, they're undefeated against Barcelona.
1: Isn't it Dundee United? It's Dundee FC.
2: Dundee FC. Um... Yeah, but Dundee United are the ones that are unbeaten a- against. Athletic Madrid.
1: Alright, right. Not Madrid. Oh my right, god! Right. A- a- like
2: a- like
3: uh, Red Star Belgrade. Nope. Um, Steaua Nope. <laughs> Um, What year was it again? 62-63 uh, 62-63 Reims?
0: No, it's not Stadden Reims Frankfurt It's not Frankfurt It was what, it uh, a Belgian team It wasn't a Belgian team, no It wasn't, well no. so,
3: um, Benfica
0: No, but this team beat Benfica in the final Oh Milan my God. Milan, yeah
3: Oh, damn
0: so that's another point for Kyle. Uh, and the last question is, uh, what club did Rangers sell Gennaro Cattuso to in 98? And I'll give you a bonus point for how much.
2: He played all over Italy. Um, this is
3: an open goal for Kyle, surely.
2: Well... Uh... I know. Does the club still exist? Because there was a bunch of Italian clubs that went bust in the nineties. Like I'll
1: Google it now. A million. I know the club. I can't pronounce it though.
2: He <laughs> was only at Rangers the season. I remember it that. Was,
1: it was US Salin. or something like that.
0: Salernitana. So, so, so yeah. Yeah. Um, can uh-huh. you guess how much he went for? for me, I can tell you. They do still exist, by the way. They would not necessarily be. Finished 10th last season. 4 million? 4 million, exactly, yeah. Wow. <laughs> I was trying to think, early,
2: late 90s, what What would a good player go
1: for? I would for? just say like, 2 or 3, yeah. yeah
0: so nah, I, think...
2: I mean, there was money in the late 90s. Like, you yeah. had player, who was the guy that went to Real Betis for like forty million. Oh, Danielson yeah, yeah, and completely bankrupted them just for no reason. And they got
0: relegated like two seasons later, didn't they?
2: Yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, I think that's Carl's pod. Carl's uh, won the quiz this week. Three points for him. Two points for, him, for Marcus.
1: Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, it. get up, you Marcus! Come on, let's go, champions again.
3: So you've won three quizzes now, and I've won four. Huh? Yeah.
0: Scheme of Catcher, don't worry, mate, don't worry. Uh, from here, I think we'll move on to predictions.
1: Well, the results from last week, I'll tell you. So there's only three games to go through, obviously, as we said before. Yeah. I'll start off with the losers. Because there's, in joint and last, is actually the two people who are running, uh, who are actually winning. Wow. So, Selvin Marcus, got with that one Wow. Hey, you got your point, Marcus, from the Slavia Prague game, and Rangers. Um, and I did got I know... from the Livingston Hamilton. Did I know pretty tips to win? Um. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah, sorry. Okay. okay. So I'm not. I'm not joint last. Yeah, sorry, no, sorry. I was looking at. I was looking at Sam's column there. Uh, yeah. Oh. No. You are joint last because you only got one point. Because you, you predicted a draw for Livingston-Hamilton and you predicted a Rangers win. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, that's it, yeah. So, so yeah. And I got my point from Livingston-Hamilton. Okay, okay. It. Cool. Uh, and then it was Lewis with four points. He got his correct score against Ross County and Hibs. Uh, so, well played, Lewis. Not on the pod today, no. And in, obviously, with the winner is Sam. Hey. Andy, you need to get your results in when you're not here. <laughs> Come on. I just forget. I'm a busy man.
0: <laughs> Minecraft.
1: <laughs> Minecraft, yeah. What, I don't what even own it. So, Sam, you got uh, your corrects. You get one point for Slavia Power Rangers with a 2-2 draw you predicted. And you got Ross County Hibs correct. With, so you got four points first, it's five. Nice. So in the total, still joint top this is myself and Marcus. And Sam with 12, Lewis with nine, and Andy with Amir. Two. Oh, what are we on? Me? Sam's on twelve.
0: Then no, what are you and Marcus on? Sorry, seventeen. Oh, okay. I've got some catching up today.
1: Yeah, and yeah, that's about to you, Sam, for the predictions this week. Uh,
0: well, start this catching up uh, with the first game, uh, which is tomorrow between Rangers and Slavia Prague, the second leg.
1: Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll go last on this one.
3: <laughs> right, I'm gonna button and say it's gonna be another goal fest. It's gonna be three, two Rangers. Wow.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Slavia Prague to win
2: two nil. <laughs> Slavia, not even one 0 They're beating
1: us two nil. Why? Why do you think that?
2: Actually, wait, wait, wait. What what stage is this? Is this quarterfinals? Uh, yes, yeah. round sixteen. Okay, no, you just can win one nil and then you can go out in the quarterfinals as our coefficients. <laughs> Rangers to win one <laughs> <laughs> well.
0: 0 It's the first time you predicted the Rangers win. I'm yeah, sure.
1: yeah. <laughs> Look, he needs coefficient. To need to point. Come on, guys, you need the points.
0: Well,
2: I need Celtic. I need Rangers to do so well in the coefficient that Celtic get a second Champions League spot. <laughs> 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 But also, I'd like Scottish football to be represented on the European stage, of so, course. Yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, I'm going to go with 2 1 Rangers. I reckon it's going to be a tight game. Rangers are going to win it late.
1: Yeah, I'm also going to agree with you, Sam. Uh, I genuinely think it will go down to the wire. I think it will go down to the last 10 15 minutes. Um, my dad said this last game that they're they're not the greatest at set pieces, so we could like get a couple of set pieces in, couple penalties, <laughs> couple of, couple of penalties hopefully as well. You know, help with VAR or against VAR. I'll point yeah. just that now. Hopefully, but, not used um, you up your penalties early in the season. Yeah, uh, no, still plenty more in the bag, mate. Don't you worry. Vargers. Um, Bar- <laughs> we had a few against us as well in mind, so. Yeah, I think it'll be a very tight game, though. But definitely entertaining, one to watch. Murray lost to score the winner.
0: A um, shout! Kicking off the weekend though, uh, with five games on Saturday. Uh, we'll start with Dundee United versus Aberdeen.
3: No, 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 no. <laughs> oh yeah, the two teams that can't score. it. Yeah, you know what? we haven't? We've
2: <laughs> never predicted nil-nil in ages. So actually, yeah, I think no. Marcus might be on something.
3: You know that every single game they've played this season has been nil-nil. Who? Well between them? Between, you like, Aberdeen. between every every new oh, yeah. firm between them two? Yeah. No way. <laughs> well, but I think it's only been two games. I'm gonna so. go. I'm
1: gonna go for a draw. I'm gonna say one each, though. I think they'll both get really dodgy goals, though.
0: So. <laughs> I'm gonna agree with Marcus and say nil. No
2: yeah, way. I'm. I'm... Not, not to be unoriginal, but I think I think he's hit the nail on the head
3: with a nil-nil. It's got a 0 nil written all over it. Like to be honest, it, it oh, has an
2: absolute bargain. waste of ninety minutes written on it. Unless,
3: unless uh, to be honest, if any team's going to nick it, I think it would be Dundee United.
0: Yeah, if Shankland yeah. has an yeah. absolute belt of a game, Dundee United. No, like and Shankland. I can't Shankland see ever doing
3: anything. He doesn't even need to have a good game. Like all he needs is one chance. So he'll put it away, and then Dundee United will scrape it one 0 You know so. Whereas Aberdeen don't have that quality in finishing going forward. so
0: The next game is Hamilton versus St Mirren. 2 oh. 1 um, St Mirren.
1: I was going to say
3: that
2: as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think St Mirren will stick to their, their quite good form recently. I think 2 1.
3: Hamilton will go a goal up um, in the first half, and then I
1: think. Is 2 1 as well, Andy? Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, two ones St. Mirren. but I think I think it'll be one all at halftime. You don't mm-hmm. get that, I know, but that's well, the yeah. way I think it's
1: gonna go. So I'm just assuming.
0: I'm gonna go for one nil St Mirren. I think they 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 need a point. They need at least a point to secure top six. I cannot get it. Uh, and Hamilton have been. They haven't really had their surge yet. They're like avoiding relegation surge. So,
3: yeah. Well, they had it, and then it kind of patted out. Yeah, they, say, so. they
0: beat Motherwell. Um, but, yeah, I they haven't really had that since.
3: Yeah. Because I hope they go down.
0: I think, okay, do. I think we all do. <laughs> um, up next uh, here, other relegation rivals kill and they play Motherwell.
1: I'll kick us off with a 2-0 Motherwell, I think. I just don't think Kilmarnock are going to like, top Motherwell, to be honest. I
2: think Kilmarnock are beating dogs. I'm thinking 2-1 two, Kilmarnock. 2-1 uh, Motherwell.
1: I think if I can sir, I'm, I'm sorry. 2-0 <laughs> you should be, two-one. Uh
2: 2-1? 2-1 uh, Motherwell.
3: Cool, For me, it's 1-0 Motherwell.
0: I'm going to go 3-1 Motherwell.
2: Wow. Oh, God, it'd be the worst if Kilmarnock win, there. Predict. Predicted failure for them.
3: Mm. We've all agreed this week, though, eh? Like
1: we've all mostly agreed on the winners. Yeah.
0: I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm mm. sure.
1: We, I'm sure there's a couple of people won't won't agree with the game on Sunday. But anyway, we'll move on to that later. 5-5
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: five
1: five.
2: 6 nil for your cheek. Six 0
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next up is a big game in East, uh, sorry, West Lothian between uh, Livingston and Hibbs.
3: Three oh. nil oh. to the mighty edinburgh cabbage confident yeah a wee bit i very confident <laughs> no nah, we we um i mean we had a good performance last week i said it wasn't spectacular but it was a decent performance we've shown that we can take chances now i think yeah. Ross, we've had these things where we've had like spells where we've been utterly useless and then we come and ground out results when we've got our good spells. So we'll go and put in a shift in. Uh, put in a shift in, sorry, and and um I hope Deutge gets a goal. I hope Irvin gets a goal, because I would love to see him get his first goal for the club. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sign, you know, a nice wee three year deal afterward. That'd be lovely. Please do that, Irvin. Um and the third goal scorer. It's gonna be well, Martin Boyle has to get in any action, so I
1: Yeah. Just based yeah. on the last result, obviously the the players have as you said, were on a really good high after the game. Yeah. I, think, I think they'll continue that. And I think they will go to the Mac and Cheese Arena mm. uh with a two 0 victors, I think.
3: Mm. Two is very fair. Mm-hmm. Um I think two is probably more realistic than three 0 but I'd love a good three 0 Like I just want to batter a team again. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Andy. Oh oh,
0: yeah. uh, you get
2: <laughs> I don't know. Let's say...
1: Five each. Come on. No, no, no. What we're we, we're what not doing a five
2: all. <laughs> I, I think Livingston 1-0. Wow.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. He's a realist. What, um, come on, guys. Come on. What did you think?
2: Um, Hibbs is... Everyone thinks Hibbs won a game coming from behind the revitalized. I don't know. I think Livy... Will extend their well. They were on a lose streak. They're back on a win streak. I think, Uh both teams on a win streak. I guess it could go either way. So I'm saying, Livy.
1: Just so is, I don't this agree is with why, just, this this is why you're on two points, Andy. Look, it's just so I don't <laughs> agree with everyone, you know.
3: I've not, I've not been impressed by Livy recently. Like since kind of like February, they've been.
2: They got their, they got their, their cup, cup loss depression, and then they were a bit mm-hmm. poor.
3: I think we've got too much of them, Sam. So. So, Hibs sure.
0: have always kind of struggled at Livy, apart from, I mean, earlier in the season, they them them. Like Alex struggle at Livy. Everyone Every, seems to yeah, struggle yeah. at Livy. Yeah. Um,
3: Although nobody smacked them 4 1 yet at Livy, part for, for one team. Yeah.
0: Part one team. I'm just going to go 1 0 Hibs. I think it's going to be a tough game.
3: Fair. Who do you think is getting the goal, Sam? I know, obviously, it doesn't count towards a score, but.
0: I'm gonna say Deutsch. I think I think yeah. Deutsch is due. So
3: I'd love to see him score. Like, like I I love the guy. He, yeah, he had such a hard time when he first signed because he he didn't score in about four months when he yeah, first signed. Yeah, and, and then I
0: was there for when so, he scored the hat trick against St Johnson, and I was just like, yeah, and they, they turned it on from there.
3: Yeah, I I'd, I really want the guy to do well. Um, I'd like him to score if possible.
0: And the uh, last game on Saturday is St Johnston versus Ross County.
1: Oh, um, well... I think I think St Johnston have got this. I think well, they've been really good with um, Davison and manager. I think... Obviously, Ross County have been a really good side as well. But obviously, with the loss against Hibs will put them on a downer as well. Uh, so I'm going to go for a solid... Uh, I'm gonna say two now. St. Johnson.
3: Um, going to go one nil, St. Johnson. I'd
2: like. Uh, well, sorry. What were what, what your reasons for that? You think they um, won't score it, it, more?
3: St. Johnson tend to win a few games, but they never win like by more than one or two goals. Like they're the kind of team that kind of get the job done and don't do anything too flashy. Um. I know they scored more than two goals against us, so I'm kind of ma- making an old point there. But yeah, in the league they've done that, so yeah, one 0 Saints. Fair
0: enough. I've, I'm gonna use the five five card here, but I have oh. my reasons. Because <laughs> St Johnston, they're gonna be chasing top six. They're gonna have to keep an eye on the St Mirren score, but they're gonna they're gonna wanna try and get top six. They're only two points off it, so they're gonna throw the, they're gonna throw it all to try and get it. I like uh, that. I like that. Kind of...
1: So you think they're going to check they're going to like score 5 and be like yeah, yeah. check their phones so they lose another 5 goals.
0: No no, no the... I, I I think they're going to try and go all out to get the win so they'll be vulnerable on the counter. Fair enough man. No,
1: so
2: I um I disagree. I think it'll be I think Ross County I mean then they need to go clear the other two teams at the bottom if they have any chance of survival, right? So mm-hmm. I, th- I think Ross so County can have half
0: be, they'll be up for it as well. So yeah, yeah, I think
2: they'll be up for it. So I think three three, not not quite as big as Sam's well, five long. three, but tone it down three three.
0: Okay. And the big game of the weekend is the old firm derby Celtic versus Rangers.
1: Yeah, five nil Celtic.
0: I am done
2: I am done
1: I am absolutely done You you really want me to put that down? 5-0 5-1 5-1 I
2: think you just look at a stupid penalty 5-1
1: Jesus Christ
2: (sighs) To to Rangers, yeah? No, to Celtic You sure? (laughs) 5-1 to the Green Club in Glasgow Why do you think that? As much the Zombie Club.
1: I really want to hear that. Why do you think it will be? We've bad? done
2: it before. Done at Ibrox, done at yes, Celtic Park.
1: Defense, yeah, okay, but.
2: Well, I mean, why not? I'd like to see it happen.
1: But, but, Ru-
2: ruin the party parade because we're, we're not, we're not we way are we not. No we, way we we're doing a guard honor for you. Yeah.
1: Champions. I don't care about a guard of honor. We, we go there as champions and we'll leave as champions. No matter what those are. He, he'll others.
2: leave us embarrassed champions. No.
1: we'll That's still for miles behind.
0: So you think. What happened? What Rangers could go through? is what happened to Liverpool last season? and Got pumped by what's it City after they won the City, title? Yeah,
2: as soon as they guaranteed, were guaranteed title, they just got absolutely pumped. That's what happened because they're like, oh well, we've won the title, we don't need to be up for it. So we're gonna, they're gonna focus on Europe. And we're gonna hump them.
1: <laughs> okay, mate. <laughs> I've I'll, I'll, I'll let you to go first before I, before I put mine in. My realistic score.
2: You've never beaten us. New New Rangers have never beaten us by more than two goals. So, I feel like you're you're not going to score a bunch against us. That's why I think five one.
0: I think it's going to be a. I reckon it's going to be tighter than you'd expect it to be because Rangers will have to have, to have tighter be, than five one. They'll, they'll come off. They'll come off a tough tough European game. Might be a bit tired from that. Um, but I reckon they'll still keep their unbeaten run going. And I'm going to say 2-2. Two, two. Okay, that's fair, that's fair.
1: Marcus?
3: Um, I'm going no to say 1-0 to Rangers. <sighs> you guys rubbish. ravish. He's, he's realistic, mate. It's going to be really tight. I think it, yeah. it'll be the case in the last, like similar to the last old from, where Celtic may put pressure on for periods of the game. Um, I feel like Rangers will have an off day. I know I'm predicting to win, but I don't think Rangers will play their best. I don't think either team will kind of. No, yeah, but again. Rangers
2: don't care what the score is as long as they're winning.
3: Yeah, but Rangers—that's the thing. Rangers will win. Like they'll they'll take they'll get their chance and they'll take it, whereas Celtic will waste their chance. It'll be that kind of game where
1: neither team dominates the overall but, uh, play. But... Or everything, Andy. No one cares about the result as long as you get the three points.
2: But, well, I think Celtic would much rather, if they were going to win, they'd much rather win comprehensively. Because you, you're gagging for it. You know, Rangers would love to win a, an old firm by a few goals, but it's not going to happen.
1: I just want to win the old firm. I don't really care about the result. So, yeah. So from that, I'm going to probably go my predictions. I... It's going to be a tough one, it always is. It's always, um, I think form does go out the window when it's an old from game. Um, so, that, that doesn't mean I don't think Celtic will win. I, of course, I don't think they'll win. That's my opinion. Um, I went to Parkhead very confident last time. Uh, dominant for the whole game. Um, so, I'm going to predict a 2-0 win for the mighty champions of Scotland. It's 2-0 Rangers. I think it'll be a tough 2-0. I'm not saying it'll be an easy 2-0. They still have to always make it difficult. And, of course, the Ergo team can't rule them out. Um, but, yeah, I think we'll keep on unbeaten run and keep it going.
0: All right, so that rounds up the fixtures for this week. Um, and Unless there's any midweek ones coming up. Oh, let me have a look. Because it's always a weird... Oh, mid-week. A oh no, because it's the... Um, it's split. It's split. Yeah,
2: yeah, there won't be any... Uh...
0: Should we do predictions for the Scotland game,
3: or
2: Scotland Austria, uh, yeah, Scotland Austria games, Ireland there's as there's well? There's three
0: games. Oh,
3: actually because no, because the Austria game's on the Thursday, so we can do the pod next week and then do the prediction for the Scotland in yeah. that one.
0: Yeah, so there's uh, three Cold Scotland day. games. So there's the Thursday, the Sunday, and the. Best for
1: them. In, so
0: Wednesday, maybe I don't know. Yeah, the Wednesday, Thursday, Sunday, and Wednesday the Scotland games, so did the next week which did those next week.
1: Cool, yeah, I I
0: think that also rounds up the pod for this week as well. You um, hey. got anything to add?
2: I'm right. Don't don't think I've got any news.
1: Any 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 words that you can say to your team, Andy, to fire them up? For um, just don't bugger it. Don't bugger
0: it. Okay. on that. Uh, Motivational speech. Uh, we'll end the pod for today. Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you, guys, for joining me today.
1: Cheers. See you there, guys. Oh, oh. Cue the tune.
0: The False Nineties podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Podbean, and our website at false 90swordpresscom For updates, follow False Nineties on both Twitter and Instagram. And a big thank you to Francisco Arvia and his track Space Game, which is our theme tune.
3: I've got a mate from Belgium. He was saying the same thing. He was saying that they were talking about it, merging the leagues. It was something to do, like, they wanted a more competitive league. So, like, they wanted, obviously, the... Yeah, so they wanted to mark it
2: market. I don't see any I think that's a fantastic well, idea. The,
0: the Belgian league has they, actually they, voted like, on it, and all, all of the teams in the Belgian league have said, "Yeah, we want it." So,
3: you know what that that league would rival like the top five. Like that would be that would enter yeah. the top five leagues in Europe. Probably be stronger than the French for, league. For real, exactly, honest. it would be better than the French league. Cause think, I mean,
2: I think it would be better for the Belgian league than for the Dutch league. I think but, it I mean, benefits still, building clubs got, more.
0: You've still got... You still have some, like, big games, like, club bridge, I mean, Champions no. Lions kind of thing.
2: Well, as I'm saying, yeah, so, you get the best. You get Brussels, Brussels v. Amsterdam. You get stuff like that.
3: Well, uh, Big cities. Anderlecht. Anderlecht. Yeah,
2: Anderlecht. Anderlecht versus see, uh, Ajax would be a huge game.
3: Ajax would benefit on a European level, right? They'd bet All the clubs would benefit from having better domestic competition. Ajax would benefit even if they're not winning as many titles. They would be winning you know, um, they would be having more domestic... I mean, this is the thing. Like, they'd, be, they'd be more
0: competitive in the domestic way. Well, not domestic. domestic the countries but yeah. are
3: really integrated. The countries are really integrated anyway. I mean, half of yeah. Belgium speaks Dutch anyway. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah you, you see, it would be a fucking class league, by the way. You'd have, so you'd have Bruges, Ghent, uh, Anderlecht, Liege from Belgium. From the Netherlands, you'd have team, like obviously, Ajax, Feyenoord, PSV... Um, uh, Alkmaar and all that. That would be a really fucking strong league. You'd arguably yeah. really have like a top six or seven. Let
0: me try and find it. Uh, so the uh, there's going to be eight Belgian clubs in the league uh, and ten Dutch teams so the eight mm. Belgian clubs are going to be Club Bruges, Anderlecht, Standard Liège, Ghent, Genk, Royal Antwerp, Charleroi and another club uh, which is yet to be decided mm. and then the rest of Belgium will still have their own like domestic league between the yeah. other clubs. I, I
2: assume the second tier, the second tier of each league would be up wow. for promotion and relegation to this top league.
0: Yeah, I, I does guess, this mean so? I guess that all the clubs that are left in the, like, that, the like, domestic league can be promoted relegated to this Benel league? Kind yeah,
3: of thing. I wonder what the I wonder if there'll be any backlash against it, like oh, um, you know, the history, like we want to keep the history of the league or anything like that. I wonder. But, I mean, if every club's voted on
0: it... I mean, to be the Belgian League hasn't got that much history. Actually, I should... I'll message my pal... I mean, man.
2: Belgium as a country doesn't have that much history.
0: But for being invaded.
2: Well... but no, it only existed post-Napoleon.
0: I mean, no, like, World War I, they're famous for trenches, that's it.
2: Yeah, 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 but Napoleon invented... Uh, the Brits invented Belgium as a way to keep, like, Napoleon at um, a border between the France Britain, and
3: the Netherlands.
0: They didn't, they
3: didn't, uh, they didn't invade... Well, they, they created the Belgian... No, but the Belgian nation-state was created because it was a Catholic area. So, like, the Kingdom of the Netherlands was Protestant, mostly. Yeah, and France was Catholic,
2: and there was a buffer state between the two.
3: Yeah, no, but so, like, Belgium was part of the Netherlands, but the French-speaking area and also the Catholic-Dutch-speaking area was, they felt different than the North. And so Britain basically instigated a a revolution because they wanted to create that buffer state. But the reason for that, obviously, was they were like, okay, back in the day when religion was more of a important issue for obviously mm-hmm. people, they were like, you 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 don't want to be ruled by a Dutch um, a Dutch Protestant king or whatever. Belgium nation state was created um, on that grounds. And the funny, thing, it isn't even that Catholic anymore. Like it's pretty like most of Europe is pretty non-religious now. But yeah. Um, <laughs>